listening to the Kingdom Hunter podcast. It's a division of iKings Media. This podcast is all about you and your voice. How to get unstuck from the issues that bind you for freedom to be the real you. For a free resource on finding your voice, check out redeemyourvoice.com. And hey, share this podcast with a friend. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Teresa Croft, the host of the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. You know, I always say this, and I mean it so so dearly, of finding your voice from that place of identity. And then you know what happens? I believe you find what you're calling. You find your real you. You find how to get unstuck. But you know, I always say this too. I really want this to be more than information, but Words for transformation. That's just a pair of my heart before each episode. So I want to talk to you about something. And it was actually something that just recently wrecked me. And I went digging in the word to find some keys for you. And this is what happened. The other day on the porch, my husband was uh, ministering to a friend of ours. And in the midst of ministering, he said this. Sometimes we hold our dreams so tight instead of holding the one who gave us the dream. Sometimes we hold our dreams so tight instead of holding the one who gave us the dream. If we want to be honest, I think we all can be there in that place. I think lying in your voice, lying in your very DNA, you know God's birthed something deep in there. And you know the old verses about commit your way to the Lord and your plans will be established. You know all that, but you still are like, I got this dream. It's lying in my DNA. And you start clutching And then what happens? Your voice starts to shut down. Worry gets in there. We start to feel stuck. We start to feel like we're not enough. We get stuck in the should-ofs, would-ofs, and could-ofs. Can you relate to any of that? So I'd like to share with you three keys that as I process this, God just said, here, Teresa, let's give some three keys. That's just the way he talks to me. Might have to do a vine dresser word about it. It's so passionate in my heart. So this is the first one. Very simple. No strive. Put your trust and confidence in the one who gave you the dream. You're like, obviously. I think you can go back to Hebrews 11, 11 in the Passion, in that uh, what I call my rest to run verse. Let's, let's, let me share that with you. Sarah's faith embraced the miracle power to conceive, even though she was barren and was past the age of childbearing, for the authority of her faith rested in the one who made the promise And she tapped into his faithfulness. So let's dissect that. Sarah's faith embraced the miracle power to conceive, even though, even though she was stuck, she was barren, past the age of childbearing. But what did she do? She embraced, she dwelt, she abided, she spoke and declared the miracle power to conceive, to fulfill her dream. And then there's some more rest here, restaurant. For the authority of our faith rested in the one who made the promise. Promises are yes and amen. But it's like she rose up in her authority of her faith, and that authority rested, abided in the one who made the promise. Knowing that who made the promise, his promises are yes and amen. And then she tapped into his faithfulness. Now, tapping into his faithfulness is definitely about declarations. But as I was thinking about this, there's other ways to tap into his faithfulness. I think your imagination is a great place. A pure imagination 
uh, that winds up the creativity in your brain and you start seeing yourself doing what God's called you to do. I can remember I had this exercise. This was a number of years ago. We were supposed to write out, not our perfect day, but write out our dream. Back then, I, I immediately saw this picture. Uh, me with a red blazer and my hair all nice and curls and and makeup on, and the lights were he just bearing on me, and I was like hosting a TV show or something like that. Now, I imagined that intensely and thought of it as I went through each year thinking about that. And you know, it's really, I, I thought about this just recently, it's really interesting that now, to 2020, I'm actually kind of doing the same thing, uh, technology has changed. I don't need those big, big cameras. I have my iPhone. I have a uh, Logitech camera. It's just amazing. I can do what I dreamed of doing right now, 2020. But what did I do? I put my trust and confidence in the one who gave me the dream by imagining. I think there's another thing you can do. I have this place in my Evernote. Evernote's an online note-taking place. And I have this file that's called Memory Stones. And they're full of prophetic words. They're also full of just paragraphs where dear friends have spoke life into my uh, life. They have said something, emailed me something, or even on a voice note, uh, Instagram audio, and I've written these down. And when I really feel like I'm starting to grasp the dream instead of the one who gave it to me, I'll go back and I'll read those. I'll abide in God's promises their trusted friends or their amazing trusted trusting that they resonate with me prophetic words. So that's number one. Number two, ask God for the strategies. You know, I saw this on an Instagram from my dear friend, Roma Waterman in Australia. She posted something that is just so simple, but yet so true. She said, God is an extraordinary and outstanding strategist. She had extraordinary and strategist in caps. So I always believe that God can give you his extra to what you may think is your ordinary to be extraordinary. Your extraordinary solution for other people's pain point may be in that dream, in your coaching, in your writing that book, in your painting, in your, yeah, I'm a mom now, but I still have dreams time. You know, I really believe that this extra is so often just as we abide, as we spend time in the Word, I really believe that God and the Holy Spirit can talk to you and give you the essence, give you the pieces of that dream. And it's so beautiful when you wait for it, when you commit yourself to Him. And you know what? This is really important to remember. God's not going to drop you. You know, you can, don't hold tight to the dream. Hold tight in your heart to God, knowing he won't drop you. I love Isaiah 41, verse 10. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand when you feel like you're falling with this dream and you don't even know if it exists anymore because you're so discouraged. Isaiah 43, verse 2, when you pass through the waters, discourage, I will be with you, says God. And through the rivers, discourage, stuck, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, it's hot, I'm tired, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. Sorry, I added my little comments there. 
but it's true. I will be with you. You know, I think sometimes our dreams go through the times of the waters and the rivers and we feel like we're going to drown and we walk through the fire. Really, I think sometimes those are what the what ifs that make the what, who we are so powerful as we go through those breakthroughs and then we become other people's breakthrough in our dream. Number three, this is a crucial one. From the place of abiding, work. From the place of abiding, go to work with intentionality in the immediate. For example, I love this example God gave me a number of years ago. I said, what does that mean, intentionality? What does the immediate mean? And God said, if you are making a living selling cookies, you're going to invest in the ingredients and be making cookie dough all the time while your oven is always hot. I'm not going to overthink the cookie dough. Like look over and study all the different types of cookie dough I could make. Then I'd have no cookie dough at the end of the day and my oven would be hot and the, and the kitchen would be blazing hot because I'm not doing anything. It's like this. You also could sit down to learn and put into action what you need to do to go forward in that dream. So you sit down at the desk. Have you ever been there? And next thing you know, you start tidying the desk and you thought, oh, I'm going to get the Windex out. I have a glass desk and I'm going to wipe it up. Okay, and then you actually, you're beginning to, you're going to, going to learn, and then you accidentally open your email, and then you respond to the email, and then one hour goes by, two hours go by, yada, yada, and you're just like, you have nothing at the end. You're frustrated at yourself, and then you start, it like this frustration opens the doors for all the wiles of the enemy, all the lies, oh, I'm just, I'm not good enough, I can't do this, or I'm not qualified, this isn't really, maybe this isn't my dream. So I got a big tip on this one. When you work from the place of abiding with intentionality, number one, just listen to this translation. It is kingdom to invest in yourself. So do that. Go to work, invest in yourself to really learn good strategies. You can ask God. You can even ask God who's to be your coach. I've done that a number of years. And you know what? He always leads me to the best coaches. And then you go to work on what you're learning. One coach of mine said this, imperfect action is better than no action. Another coach said this, an excuse is a well-planned lie. So you notice that? That's two coaches from the past 20 years. And then this is my one. This is something that I know. Procrastination is a manifestation of fear. So what am I fearing? Fear of success, fear of failure. Again, imperfect action is better than no action. So... I think of this way with the imperfect action. I remember when uh, four years ago when I was ready to publish my first book and I decided I was not going to wait around and experience all the rejection <laughs> from uh, uh, publishers. I was just going to go ahead and do it. So I got to that point and I'm like, you know, learning how to get it on Kindle and I was starting to feel that fear and God just said, Teresa, you can just not do anything and that book's going to be stuck in your computer. No one will get to read that. So I'm like, okay, I'd rather have it do some imperfect action. Yes, I may need some edits in that first book. And I did the same thing with the second one. No. And this time I was like, no, this is a dream. This is something, someone, I believe it's a pro pro prophetic word that someone spoke over me that these vine dresser words would be in books. And so instead of keeping it in my computer, I released it. And then by the time I released the third book, it was like, Duh, let's do it, Teresa. You know, let's, let's get some action going. Imperfect action. 
is better than no action. And then I think it's just simple truth, these truths. You round all these three, these steps with the truth that God gives you dreams. God's lined it in your very DNA. It's part of your voice. And I think the more as you make the foundation of your voice as your identity in God, this is who he says I am. I think that is like the glue that makes you stay together, trusting him, knowing he won't drop you, and knowing that he won't fail you. He'll carry me through the difficult times. I'm going to commit my way to the Lord and my plans will be established. I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my heart and not lean on my own understanding. In all my ways, I'm going to acknowledge him and he shall make my path straight. I'm going to know that those desires of my heart, if they're the desires of my heart, God gives them the desires. He gives me grace in his time to fulfill them. So, what are you doing? Where are you going? Are you clutching? Are you giving up? Are you believing the lies? Do you feel stuck? Maybe the first place is just to go back to that abiding time. Write out some dreams. That is a good exercise. Put right out in picture of what you see yourself walking in your dream as that life coach, as that painter, as that one selling their products. Ask God for investment, who you need, what areas you need to invest in yourself. Maybe on social media, maybe on Instagram, maybe on doing videos. And then work. Work from that place of trust and abiding. You know, one of the greatest things is I've, I've had different dreams at different times. Some of them are coming true. Some of them are still coming true. But I really believe that there's something so special when you really sit down and listen and in that biting place, it's not an inaction place and God just starts to spark your brain. You know, it's funny when I sat down with my time with the Lord, I used to would get these marketing ideas and I nope, can't do that. I'm having my quiet time, you know, and I'd have an, another idea and I'll try to push it out. And I think Bill Johnson finally freed me up from that. He said, if I'm having my time with the Lord, and he brings me an idea, I'll write it down. If he brings me a name, I'll write it down. I mean, think about that. You're sitting with your father, and he starts dropping ideas. Write them down. He can drop ideas. Like, you know, find those areas of your life when you know he speaks to you. This is going to be like TMI, but I know I can take a shower. Next thing I know, I've got a plan. It's just like, I don't know if it's the water falling over me or what. Write them down work. Don't try to be perfect. Be you. You know, inside of you is the very you that someone else needs. Your voice, let's say your voice, has the cadence of heaven. Your writing is going to connect someone and help them get over their trouble that you've walked through. Your painting is going to inspire someone with a prophetic. Your, your very existence of what God has called you to Wired into your DNA is in your dream that often is not about us, but someone else. And you know what's beautiful? One more final thing. When it's your dream, I said something to someone the other day. I said, I could be a multimillionaire and I'd still be doing this. I love doing this. It's my passion. It's wired into me. I may have different, you know, new computer or something, but I'd still be doing this. Does that make sense? What would you still be doing if you were you didn't need to do it? 
I think often those are the threads of your dream that God is working on and in you to go forward. So let's do this. Let's say no to striving and yes to abiding because I believe you're meant to live in your sweet spot in the vine of your divine destiny. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode from the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. It would mean a lot if you shared this with a friend or even on Instagram. Tag me so I can thank you. And hey, can you do a real huge favor for me and write a review on Apple's platform? What this does is it helps me spread the message of hope and life in your voice. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.